Hi everyone, this is Dominique Narales. Um, there has been something that has been on my mind since I found out about it. Um, and I wrote about it in my column, Musings by the Curious Nonconformist. And it should be published on Friday's um, edition of the newspaper, back at home in the Amandala. And I read something on Instagram from this Instagram page, um, Little Writer, that BZE, I think it is. And what the person was saying is that, you know, they don't have a large platform to to voice this opinion and many of us don't I happen to have a platform that um, I am privileged enough to have people who value my opinion and this is something that means much to me very much to me because of personal experience and, and just because of humanity and empathy so I wrote, like I said, I wrote for the Amandala. I wanted to read it. This is something I haven't done before. And I don't think people generally hear me read what I write in my voice. And I think it's just a bit more palpable when you get to listen to a writer read their own words. And so I wanted to share this with you. Bear in mind that some things might change as I go along. So that's the nature of my public speaking. Um, but it should be around the lines of what was written. And so I wanted to share that. It goes like this. I am a feminist. The world I want to live in does not forego the humanity of boys. Late last week, there was a recording of a Facebook Live making its rounds on Belizean news feeds. I initially did not see it. In fact, it was another Belizean studying here with me in Barbados that told me about the gruesome video. It was of a young boy being tortured by an older man. Cuts to the back, electrocution, and forced self-mutilation were what was described to me. I did not believe it for several reasons because it was unbelievable news. I didn't see outrage on my news feeds by the public. I didn't hear anything on shows I listened to almost religiously, nor did I read it on my regular perusal of the news at home. Nevertheless, I went intentionally searching for this news piece and found that it was true. I found the video and like the online murder of George Floyd, I could not bring myself to watch it. This was worse. This was a boy. Our boy. My own. If I am honest, I was mad at myself for not knowing. I was furious that the people who constantly write PhD theses on their timeline about gender equality and the protection of girls said nothing and by and large are still saying nothing. You know, there are entire studies that target medical professionals and their bias about black people and their tolerance for pain. The bias is that black people feel less pain, can tolerate pain better than the next race, mentally ill black people are criminal deviants rather than sick, and black people can bounce back from pain better after physical trauma. It is why 
Many black people are prescribed less pain medication and when they are prescribed, it's at lower dosages. You're a blocker and thus tougher. While the healthcare system in the United States requires its homegrown critique, I make that point because we do the same injustice to our boys and where the intersection of living while black is compounded by being born with male genitalia, you quite often don't hit the jackpot, especially while living in a post-colonial state. What we have done to our boys, who sit at the intersection of manhood and blackness, is to invalidate their pain and dispose of their existence because we do not allow them to feel. Bounty killer, yes, bounty killer, the war lord of dance hall said in a 2020 interview with dance hall phenom spice that the problem is that we send out boys we send up police for look for bad men but we not send out mentors for look for good boys them are mentor bad boys it's like a bad boys them care for because state of emergency is for bad boys where is the state of urgency for the good boys and girls end quote and then a top patois if you're never perfect, I talk Creole and families. Sorry. <laughs> As a side note. What do I say to boys in the hood whom the system does not give attention to unless they are raiding their homes and the homes of their grandmothers at 5 a.m.? What do I say to boys in the hood who are doing well and still not being supported in that path? What do I say to boys in the hood who sees their brother doing all that we say he must do to succeed and still doesn't make it out. Who doesn't get an ends until he's on the ends. I saw with my own eyes on Albert Street, a mother tell her toddler son no to strawberry ice cream simply because it was pink. What do I say to him who when he started to cry was punked and then told stop act like girl. <laughs> a woman who carried a child for nine months and then gave birth to him. A most painful human experience that could have killed her. We, you, you must understand how, pain, how dangerous it is to give birth to a child. Told that very child to stop act like girl. And then when a few become monstrous, we shrug and say, let them kill themselves out in an act of self-extermination. It is an encouraged genocide because we are too lazy, too inhumane to see boys as humans who need support to do well and be well. We do not talk about men we have lost to gun violence because it has become so normalized. I am a woman who wants to be given the right to live, but I do not want to forget my boys. We cannot continue to handle the mistreatment of girls as sensational clickbait to pander our respectability politics and then turn a blind eye to boys and the mistreatment of boys who are equally human and who will become men. While the police did their job in detaining the perpetrator that tortured the boy, the police's re-victimization of this boy again proves the distinct systematic targeting and abuse of young black males which we know has been prevalent in decades, I mean, for decades in this country. Police brutality occurs with impunity in the Belizean society. Why is abuse so ingrained and normalized in this country? 
I posit that it is another manifestation of the racism that we refuse to acknowledge is a problem. Belize talks itself as being a haven for human rights. But a young boy was subject to lynching practices and we said nothing. But looked on, scrolled by, victim blamed, ha had. That boy was lynched on Facebook and we said nothing. We probably witness a gang initiation, a buck breaking, if you will, and we said nothing. The patriarchy is on our necks and the hard reality is that we are not safe and sound until our boys are. Negroes, sweet and docile, meek, humble and kind, beware the day they change your mind. Wind in the cotton fields, gentle breeze, beware the hour it uproots trees. That is a poem by Langston Hughes. And I end, as usual, with Stay Curious, which I put at the end of everything I write for them, Mandela. I think we all must take responsibility. I think we all must change our view of young boys, of young boys who are black, of young boys who are black from certain communities, of young boys who are black from certain communities and dressed and sung a certain way. I think in the same way that we want to protect girls, as we should. I think it's the same way that we must fight ardently so to guard or give back, restore that perspective that our boys are human too. And they deserve to be treated as such. But the ghetto is the place where the geniuses are, the diamond in the rough. So the youth them need help. We need youth program, we need sport program, we need music program, we need educational program, and we need small businesses for the younger people. The government them, them do, but them not doing what's necessary. Right. We know criminal, half of the young teenage boys. So those are the ones who we have to say, all right, for the next 10 years, all 12 to 16 or 18 year old, we are going to try to recruit them ourselves and push them in the direction we want them. Right. We can't That's just leave the youth them to grow. We have and to show them the way we want them to now. grow. Yeah. Because yeah. the problem is them send out like police that. to go look for bad men, but them not send out mentors to go look for good boys. Jesus. So them, them a mentor, no bad man. boy. He's yeah. like a bad boy them care for, because state of emergency is for bad like boys. What, where's the state of urgency for the good boys and girls? Right. So we like need that. that. When we send the police and them take out the bad boys, we need to send in the good agents to go look for the good ones them now, and we groom them. But no.